Falcons fans, welcome in to episode 14 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, an Atlanta Falcons fan cast. I'm your host, John. The other voice you're about to hear is my co-host, Mike. What's going on, buddy? How you doing this week? What's going on, buddy? Hey, let me, I'm feeling great today, and let me tell y'all something. Uh, I just want to start the show with saying this, that, you know, John is my brother, John, my man, and all that, but I just came from the chiropractor. I had a pinched nerve in my neck that was causing problems to my chest and my right arm. Uh, is uh, He fixed it, matter of fact. But you know who told me about chiropractic adjustments? Jonathan Yates, my co-host, Thank you. man. Thank you. Thank you. you know who told me about peanut butter pie? Jonathan Yates, my co-host, man. Thank you and I could, if you give me some time, I could probably come up with 10 other things that he never missed. John is, I don't, I'm be honest with y'all. John has never gave me something and said, you need, oh, uh, Peaky Blinders. John mm -hmm. is uh, the one I just raw, the crazy church, mm -hmm. Black Mass. John has never missed. I'm so not going to, and I'm not going to say I'm yeah. perfect, <laughs> but I'm pretty damn close. But he's the closest one. <laughs> That's what he's, he's getting at, ladies and gentlemen. John is giving me like, 50 total things over the years, and I don't know that he's ever missed one. So I just wanted to start this show by saying thank you, buddy. Man, you I, I are a great well. American. Yeah, I mean, You're a great American. I do what I can, man, for the people I care about, buddy. So, so, so well, I, well, about. well, I'm about to cry. So let me turn away from the camera. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Out of your falcon mind, number 14. John, we're 14, man. Yes, we're sir. still not legal, but pedophiles are starting to look. Yeah, they're right? starting. I mean, they're getting there. I mean, we're getting the side eye and all those kind of weird we, looks. We, we're getting the side eye. We need yeah. a few more years on this. Well, yeah. maybe not. Maybe, yeah. So anyway, man, uh, how's your week been so far since, other than to get in the adjustment? Uh, uh, other than getting an adjustment, had a great week. Saw my Falcons win, uh, played with my dog. He had to go to the doctor, but Wait, he did you is watch fine. Game, he got a brand new... What? Well, Falcons. Oh, win. I'm thinking about. Excuse me. I'm thinking about <laughs> the Jaguars. Um, netflix. We, we felt so oh, good nah. about the Jaguars. Yeah. You want to keep it? Yeah. I'm. Um, I. Hey. I, I just want to tell y'all something, and I mean this. I am honestly. I have been so happy about the Jaguars when <laughs> I refuse to even acknowledge what happened on Sunday. <laughs> I'm just happy we won the other week. Now, how sad is that? You know? just blacked but out. But other than Sunday. that, I've been doing good. Yeah. Uh, cool. And it was worth blacking out, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But how are you going? Hey, good. Going this well. week, yeah, it's going much better than last week. So we couldn't have gotten much worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're doing better. Last week was, yeah. <laughs> we are improving. Uh, last week was rough. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I just hey, thought I would show. like to tell everybody something. Hey, oh, hold on, John. Hold yeah. on. I got to start this for the start this y'all. I just yeah, want to yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe in like uh, uh, two or three weeks. Uh, this is something you may not ever hear me say, or you haven't heard me say in almost in a long time. Michael Cottrell may have a girlfriend momentarily, ladies and gentlemen. I am dating a girl. Let John is laid back in his seat, is reclined, mouth dropped over. Let me tell y'all something. I don't do this. I always thought it would be a uh, man more fun to be single. I've always had a blast being single. Uh, but I met a girl and that make me don't want to be single. So maybe that'll last and maybe I feel differently by Thursday's preview show. Who now, knows? Now, Stay does, tuned. She, does she know what she's getting herself sort of into? I'm going to tell you. Are you prepared her for talk. like your outlook on life? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you. I, uh, she's a, I had to be a weirdo and she's just as weird as me. Hey, <laughs> so it's a match made in heaven. I'm going to tell y'all this. Uh, yeah, um, if if like, man, y'all met um, John's wife. Her name is like Amanda. She's the coolest girl ever. And you will kind of see um, that these two people are like, man, best friends. And John, that's another thing John didn't admit. John told me, and I quote, he don't even remember telling me. It's a long, long, long time ago. I said, man, I don't, I don't like uh, marriage, man. I don't never... That don't never seem like it's a great idea. Like I wouldn't do it. And he said, well, the thing about me is I married my best friend. And I never forget that because I thought, well, that would be the only way it would probably work and last. Because if it's like based on something else, it may not, you know, but if it's your best friend, you might can hang with him forever. Well, it's kind of my best friend. Now, I'm not going to marry her, but she may be my girlfriend, you know? Well, and she liked the Falcons. Now, 
what better of a woman? Hmm. And let's start there. But yeah, one. just maybe one for one. No, and what... there are other things that I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> That's a kid-friendly show. Yeah, makes me fall in love. Until we start cussing. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, man, that, see, I don't understand. So, man, I've known Mike now for, what, 11 years almost? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Like, this this has never happened. Like in our Never happened. This is, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I know from what he's told me, it never happened prior to our friendship. It, no, it's not, it's not uh, something. Um, in my lifetime, y'all, um, I have I had one girlfriend in my life. Cause it's not something I ever, uh, this is not this, I'm not a romantic person. Um, uh, but some people make you want to be romantic. I'm trying my best not to screw this up. So we'll see what happens. You just, Hey, when you start, hey, you're about to screw it up. You just call me. I'm gonna call you. And you guys, if y'all got tips or romance tips or someplace I can take her or some way I can not jack this up, email us, John, know all our email, IG, Twitter, Sorry, I haven't memorized it yet. That's right. I'm about, I'm about to tell you, you guys that in a second. But yeah, that's great, buddy. That's that's uh, that's that's yeah. awesome news, man. I'm excited. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So and so you uh, and, and like like I was saying, we've known each other about you know 11 years now. So that puts us, you know, we're if anybody hasn't listened to the intro show, we're both 39. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, did you know Arthur Smith is 39? I just. His like birthday, I think they said 82. And I'm like, yeah. damn, this dude look way older than me. I know. Yeah, I thought, I I thought like, he was like 48 or 47. I, so I was thinking yeah. to myself, I'm like, damn, do I look as old as Arthur Smith does? I'm going to tell like, you what I go back and no, I'm going to tell you what I go back and, and, and I toggle with all the time. I see people who are like, man, 39, and I, and I see them and I say, damn, this person look old. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking to myself, maybe that's how. I look to other people, except right. I don't look that way to myself. I think you always, when you see yourself in the mirror, yeah. you look young to you. Right. But to other people, who knows if you look old as hell? And I just be seeing people that around forty and they look old as hell. So and I, I got. I probably look old as hell, and I don't yeah. know yet. So I got a funny story for you. It isn't done. Right. At the gym one day, so. Um, like I, I've, I used to be just a skinny dude, like growing up, like I was hella skinny, like graduated high school, 150 pounds, six foot one, mm-hmm. like stupid skinny. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started lifting weights around 20, 21, 22. And I got up, my heaviest was about 225. when We lived out in Vegas and I, I'm, I'm right around 200 now. Right. So that's basically where, mm-hmm. that's where I'm comfortable is around 200. And, uh, was in the gym probably four or five months. Well, yeah, probably about five, four or five months ago. And this dude comes up to me. He's probably, I'm guessing, like early 20s, maybe. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I just want to see. He's like, I see you working your ass off all the time. He's like, I just want to tell you, man, I want to, I want to look like you when I'm your age. And that just kind of like, mm-hmm. I was like, thank you? It was a compliment, but it was a backhanded, uh, yeah. Like, he didn't even know. Like, he was just like being mm-hmm. nice. Like, he thought yeah. like, okay, he obviously knows he's old. So I'm going to yeah. just go tell him, like, I want, you know. And I'm like. Thanks, man. I'm like, how the fuck old do you think I am? And then, uh, and, right, um, right. So, and, you know, you was, right. So that was like not not the first time, but like that was definitely one of those moments. I was like, shit, man. Am I starting to look? Yeah. Like look old. Like yeah. I'm not cool. But um. Yeah. yeah so yeah, whatever. I'm I mean, tell, like, I'm, hey, hey, listen. I'm gonna tell you how how I could tell. Um, I've always like I don't ever stop if I see a girl that I think is pretty. I don't stop and try to see if she got on a ring. I don't ponder like her age or if she taken or whatever. Cause I feel like if like you hesitate, you mm-hmm. start being scared and nervous. So I just see a girl and I go. And that's, I've been great at that my whole life. So uh, I started to know I was getting older cause I see a girl and I would go. And if the girl was like younger, like if she was like 20 or 21, the pause in her face would be like, mm. you know, like, how, hold on, how old are you? And then I would pause like, damn, hold on. It's kind of like a little awkward, but but sometimes I give myself credit. I hit home runs out the park a lot of times with all ages, so I I felt good about that. But like I think, like the older you are, you start to miss the younger if you try. You feel me? Because it's sure. starting to be like, who's that? This and why is he flirting with me? Mm-hmm. You know, right? right. <laughs> I don't have any kids, ladies and gentlemen. Why are you crazy? Who's this creepy uncle? Like, why is he here? Yeah, who 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 is this pervert uncle? On the playground, and I'm like, right. Jesus Christ, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, so I hope uh, yeah. So well, buddy, that's awesome news, man. Like I said, that's great. Right. Well, yeah, I, if if it continues, I hope to meet her soon. 
if it continues, I'll bring her and I'll let you and Amanda grill her until she's out of my life. But John and Amanda are great character witnesses. If you ever got one, if you ever would just want to just run hey. something by to see what type, just bring them over. Dude, just Amanda alone. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. Yes, I'm dead ass serious. Yeah, if you, if y'all ever need, I know one thing is I'm dead ass serious when I tell you this. If I'm serious about a girl, any girl, I, I will make the trip to their house just to have them try to pick her apart on some shit that I didn't see maybe or that I didn't notice because I'm biased. I would love it just to see. And I mean that with them and my brother and my family. Try to pick yeah. her apart. Well, dude, I'm telling you, um, I mean, like, you know, I'm probably more lenient on mm -hmm. people, but Amanda, dude, and she spot what what's ridiculous. She spot fucking on, and it drives me insane. Yeah, like she'll yeah. be like, I'll meet somebody, and I'm like, or like you know, if I hire somebody, I'm like, I oh, mean, he's great. She's like, Nah, I think he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, like he's gonna work. And then like two weeks, he's gone, or something happens. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like what the hell? Amanda, like she just Amanda. got some sort of sense, man. Yeah. Like she, she, she really knows. does. No, she does. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it's it's scary, man. Yeah, but uh. I keep trying to deny it and prove her wrong as I get, you know, but you know, we're what 20 yeah. something years into it. I still hadn't worked yet. Mm. So I guess I need yeah. to chalk that one up, but um, yep. anywho, all right, guys on to the actual uh, sports here and uh, the okay. Falcons and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so starting off uh, you guys, you can contact us at ATL Falcon fancast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at out of your Falcon mind. You can follow us on Twitter at out of your F and mind. And join the Facebook group. Just got to search out of your Falcon mind. Um, you can comment on any of those things, send us messages. We love it. Um, and, and, you know, as, as you guys know how social media is, you can kind of get lost in the vastness of it. So if you're listening to this and you got friends that are Falcons fans, man, the biggest thing for us is word of mouth. So if you can get, tell your friends and they tell their friends and they tell their friends, I mean, the, the more that can happen, you know, the, the better for us. So we appreciate that and for all of you that are doing it. And I just would like to say this. Um, there are not a lot of uh, Falcons podcasts. And, and the the ones that there are uh, um, uh, professional sports people and people, there's only one of these that you're listening to right now where it's, it's two dudes that love the Falcons who know what they're talking about, who talk about other things that just joking and we let you guys participate it's just a dude show and it's for girls. It's just for Falcons, for normal people. It's only one of these. It's the Out of Your Falcon Mind podcast. If, if you want to turn on a podcast and Matt Ryan, the food for 73%, them four for five. Ain't no, if you want that, then by all means, go do that. This, you're only going to get here. So by all means, you need to tell your friends about it. You could tell one person, hey, this is a podcast that I play where they talk the Falcons and you should listen to. And like I said, man, that five-star rating costs you a uh, 0.1 of a second, and it means the world to us. So Absolutely. get that done for us, please. Yep, on iTunes, you can do a five-star review, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. And if you write something, we will read it out on the show and shout you out. We uh, have done so already in the past, and like I said, we'll continue to do so and forever. Um, so, buddy, getting on to the weekend. So, there was a, two games this weekend at Mercedes-Benz. There was the SEC Championship game Saturday night. Okay. And then, of course, our Falcons mm -hmm. played on Sunday. And just to quickly cover the SEC Championship game, because we are in SEC country, we are in Georgia. Georgia was in the okay. SEC Championship game against Alabama, which is the team I root for. Um, <clears throat> and so, Alabama won 41-24. to And I got to tell you, man, like, I was the most calm I've ever been on a championship, on a big game type of day for me. And normally, like if it's the my team's in the Super Bowl or like the World Series, like mm -hmm. I'm nervous, like nervous, like all the okay. time. But I fully expected, okay. I fully expected Georgia to win because I watched Georgia and I watched Alabama. I watched almost every game of both teams all season long. Georgia, Georgia absolutely mm -hmm. dominated every opponent they played. I mean, dominated. Okay. They averaged, they averaged, their defense allowed average about seven points a game. And I watched Alabama win. Okay. We were lost. We lost to uh, Texas A&M, but uh, I watched them struggle and, and have to fight like to get almost everywhere. We almost lost uh, to Auburn in, in the week before. Right. I mean, it came down to four overtimes to get the victory against Auburn. So 
I just kind of going in thought like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, and I have a lot of Georgia friends, obviously. And I was talking to one of my buddies who's a Georgia fan. And I said, you know, the only the only advantage we may have or we do have is a quarterback for sure. Because if you haven't seen Bryce Young play, you need to. He's going to be winning the Heisman Trophy uh, on Saturday night. Um, and, uh, the, and then we have Jamison Williams, a wide receiver, who's just, I mean, the fastest dude on the field and, and amazing hands. And so that was, that's, you know, that was, and then Nick Saban, you know, the, probably the greatest uh, college coach ever to, to, to do it. So that was kind of, you know, I thought, but I mean, I just thought overall that Georgia's defense was not going to allow us to score mm-hmm. enough. You know, I just, I just didn't, I don't know, but you know, buddy, and, and it's funny, Chris, our, uh, our mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints correspondent, you could call him. Um, he texted me that morning. He said, buddies, I'm going to Alabama today. He's like, I don't think yeah. Georgia can score enough. And I think that, you know, you got the quarterback and, and, and you got Nick. And the only thing I'll say is, and I told, and I saw another friend of mine who's a Georgia fan, is that, you know, the only thing, man, is like y'all had literally no adversity all year long, like during the games. Like y'all That's just hammered point. everybody. Good point. And we had to struggle win on a, like a lot of our games. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we lost, I think, six dudes or seven dudes was drafted in the first round last year from Alabama. Yeah. And so, yep. I mean, you replaced a lot of guys. You got a lot of young guys, but man, the offensive line, who got just destroyed against Auburn. I mean, they, they gave up seven sacks against Auburn. Damn. They gave up zero sacks against a, the best probably front seven in college. Oh, they got it together. I got you. I mean, it was amazing. Dude, the turnaround was insane. I mean, but it was like, Mm -hmm. they, they, they took, I guess all that talk all week along about, you know, Georgia being the heavy favorites and, you know, everything. And it's like, they're like, shit, man, we're Alabama. It's like, you know, we haven't, Mm -hmm. we haven't lost yet. So, but Yeah, the uh, so the, the only thing I brought that up because uh, Nick Saban in the post game, he and Bryce Young both man, they praised the O line like you would not believe. And Bryce Young was like, "Man, look, he's like nothing starts without the O line, like nothing." He's like, "There's nothing." He's like, "That's that's where it's at," which I mean, that's what we've been saying all damn year long about the Falcons. Yeah, if you could have just and it was in our stadium, you could have just left him on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, hey man, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. Uh, I am jealous of people who have had the experience of. Can you imagine being in that stadium with Georgia and Alabama rumbling? That mm-hmm. stadium was elect. That stadium had to be on fire that night, man. And oh, yeah. it was Saturday night. You say it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was probably man. Everybody was probably. It was, it was, was it sold out? I mean, it was packed. I don't know if I didn't hear the numbers. It was packed. But I mean, it was yeah, packed. I mean, it's, it's all. I mean, dude, I know got, that was electric. I know that was fun. Yeah, you got those teams in there. I mean, Kirby's never beat uh, Saban, so I mean, you know, like that's that's. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. that's that's kind of been the their Achilles' heel, and um, yeah. But I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, the first half was. I mean, we went down. Alabama went down ten nothing early. And they they responded right back. And like I said, Bryce Young. Is, if you can find a game on YouTube, go back and watch it. Just watch mm-hmm. Bryce Young during that game. Uh, okay. He's okay. Be ace. Yeah. He's he's not, he's not a big quarterback. He's kind of like the Kyler Murray ish, like you know, six foot. You know, oh, okay. Ninety okay. pounds. But smart yeah. man. Very smart. Very calm. Um, doesn't like to run, but he will. You know, and he's got he's mm-hmm. fast. If he can, he can if he needs to. Um, so it was just I don't know. I mean, it was. Um, I'm going to tell you something. That's why I don't even know anything about the man, but I know he's amazing because I know two things about him. He gets paid over um, $1 million, uh per year is, a, is a man, Nick Saban, to coach college football, which is insane. And then two, I know he, uh, to have yearly players go and get drafted and you good every year. Mm-hmm. How does... What he just lost, uh, Alex Mack and uh, Najee Harris, right? Uh, Mac Jones, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I said Alex Mack, uh, man, Mac Jones and yeah, Najee Harris. He lost you just uh, lost your quarterback and your running back that are superstars, and you right back winning. I yeah. don't know how that he is the greatest coach, yeah. Now, his recruiting man, and look at their facilities, man. But Georgia and Alabama both they had their facilities are just, I mean, another, another level. I mean, like, they're mm-hmm. it's insane, but um. Yeah, so that started off good. A good uh, Saturday night for me. Um, you know, sorry to all my Georgia fans, all the Georgia fans listening. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I really thought you guys were going to win. I really did. I, you know, I just I kind of yeah. just talked that one up. But uh, they, but you know what? They could play again because Georgia still made the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs. So 
Alabama's got to play Cincinnati in the first in the in the first I guess you want to call it round semifinal and um, Georgia's got to play Michigan which should be a pretty interesting game because Michigan's got a pretty solid team Um, so whoever wins that game will play for the national championship Mm -hmm. so it'll be so we could see it again could play again exactly so Mm -hmm. um, but moving on um, to uh, also as as a little side note to that game uh, Calvin Ridley was on the sideline um, watching Bama play. Oh, yeah. There was a there was a uh, it was a sighting, and um, he caught a lot of flack, man. I mean, like everybody online, not everybody. A lot of people were giving him shit. Like one dude actually, I mean, saw said he owes the Falcons an explanation, which kind of blew my mind. Like, no, nah, he really don't. I mean, like, is that does that mean if he goes to the movies, you know, he needs to owe the, like call him up? Yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, like, just right. he, was, he was at a sporting event. I mean, you know, you like like we've talked about. Uh, several times now on the show. I mean, we don't know what he's going through, but you, just because you're having issues or whatever you're going, doesn't mean you're locked up in a room by yourself 24 hours a day, every day of the week. You're going to get out. You're going to see friends. You're going to, I mean, you, people go through stuff all the time and you have no idea, but they are, they're they're still going throughout their daily life. You so, wouldn't have a clue what that was going. And I too, I just want to say this. Uh, I get it. Um, I, I, think that uh it's easy for you to feel sorry for that guy if you picture him in a room and he's and he's shaking and crying and suffering then you just saying oh poor thing and i want him to have as much time as he need it's harder for you to feel sorry for a person that you see on the sideline smiling laughing mm-hmm. giving high fives because you start to think hey man if you was this fine to do this why ain't you have your ass at practice and what but what john said trumps all that man the amount of people, and I don't mean to talk about this, but just as an example, if you ever pay attention when people kill themselves, the main thing everybody says, well, I didn't know, we didn't know what was wrong. That's because people go on with their regular lives and you have no idea what they're going through inside. So just because right. you saw that man on a sideline uh, and he's, he's supporting his alma mater, don't ever think that the man, oh, he got to be perfect. He got to be fine if he did. You have to be fine to stand on the sideline of the game. Yep. Come on, man. Give the dude this time to get his mental self together. Correct. We want you back, Calvin. Come on, man. Yep. Could not agree more, man. But uh, so, yeah, that was one little thing there. Um, and then on another, on, a, on another good Falcons note, uh, Mike Davis was nominated for the Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year. Now you say, hold on awesome. for a minute. I, I I don't know if the thing is screwing up. Now, I, I, I swore you said a good Falcons note. Yeah, is yeah. That, is is yeah. that what you said? Good. Oh, you did say. I, I thought the, oh, I thought it was lagging or you speaking Spanish or something. Please continue. Yeah, Mike man. Davis, so, Walter, man. Now, did they say what he does? The yeah, way so he, he, that? yeah, he works with uh, with. I don't know the exact thing to be honest. I watched a little video. And if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out on Twitter or wherever. It's pretty okay. cool. It's, he's talking with his high school coach, right? And he has no idea that he's that he's been nominated. So his eyes, he's out on the football field, just kind of like he's actually getting emotional talking about how he appreciated the coach so much his high school coach for, and he, you know, he wanted to do well to prove to him and prove everybody that he could get out and he could make it and he could keep the grades up. Cause he went, you know, went to South Carolina and he, he, That's I mean, awesome. he was, he was getting, he was getting kind of choked up. And then the coach, you know, he was like, man, he was like that, you know, well, you've done it. And he said, and uh, everything you've done off the field hasn't gone unnoticed and um, you've been nominated, you know, for an award or whatever he, t- he tells him, man, and Mike gets, I mean, he just starts, I mean, he can't help it. You know, we got to vote and, for Mike. And uh, so, and he's, so yeah, he works with a lot of, uh, with a lot of youth, basically what I got. I mean, and just, you know, likes to show people that, you know, he, he a kid from Bankhead and he got out of it and he made something of himself. Oh, uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, man. So I was, yeah, Mike. That's, that's pretty awesome. But yeah. So, uh, and then another, another dude, two pieces of good news. Oh man. What is it? The second piece. So the NFL released the salary cap estimates for next year. So this now it's estimated to be a $208 million, which means we will have projected $28 million in cap space. Slow cap, everybody. Slow, <laughs> slow clap. Slow clap. Let me tell you something. I think right now in cap space, we have, hold on, $2.28. We got enough for a big So man. we could... So we could get a Big Mac on the team if you want him to block somebody, but Mate. we couldn't get anyone else. Put on the ground, we could throw it at somebody's. 
We could throw a Big Mac at, at, at a helmet, but that's we can't we can't get a player. Twenty eight million sounds Man. damn good to me. Yeah. So and, and this is from the Falcoholic. Uh, says over the cap projects of projects the Falcons with 180 million dedicated to the team's top 51 players. Um, that leaves the Falcons with a robust 28 million in cap space. There are a few notable caveats with that number, such as Atlanta's need to sign or extend a few players to fill out the roster and the need uh, for around 8 million for the team's rookie class. So that should be pretty, you know, doable. Um, so, I mean, Again, that was from the Falcoholic, and that's where I saw the article as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, things are looking up, man. We may uh, we may be able to get ourselves out because I think that the the whole the whole Falcons the management now was looking at kind of twenty twenty three as being that year where we're mm-hmm. kind of we're out from under some contracts. Now we can mm-hmm. really start going for it. Mm-hmm. But twenty twenty two, man, we may be uh, maybe able to do some things. So that's that's yeah. that's, that's positive. And we just are you going? About that. Are you going for? Three things, good news, Judge. No, man. You, I, now, now we gotta get pull the third one up. Now we gotta go to the game. Uh, okay. So no, now, okay. Yeah. So uh, we did play the Bucks at our place on Sunday, and uh, man, because our prediction was like we, we talked about in the pre the pregame or the preview show that we thought that you know they wouldn't get run out of the stadium that they would compete you know that they would they would play tough, mm-hmm. and they did. Um, for the most part, uh, there was uh, it was a confusing game for me, man, to be honest. So this is the second week in a row. We played the Jaguars with the third rated rush defense and we played the Bucks mm-hmm. with the first rated rush defense. We ran the ball damn good both weeks. Damn. Hey, Bruce Arian said they quoted him and it seemed like it pissed the Falcons. I never saw the I never saw a team get mad at something and try to prove it in my life. And I guess he said uh, they nobody ain't runs. Run. Hey, yeah, nobody runs on us, and we put a hundred down his throat in the first half, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and, and I think uh, CP was averaging around. And but see, we talking shit too because nobody loses on us. All right, you're gonna <laughs> win. Nobody <laughs> loses on us. We are throw interceptions. We gonna fumble. <laughs> we gonna get you to win. You know, don't come in here playing with us. You know, nobody losing in our stadium, man. Don't come here with that. Just us. Um, Yeah, just us. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that first, uh, starting off in the first quarter, man, they were just pat. I mean, Brady passed us to death. He passed us to death all game. He threw 51, he had 51 attempts. Uh, They barely ran the ball. Um, Mm. I mean, it was just like, you know, death by a thousand cuts. It was short pass, short pass, short pass. He was short pass, Um, man. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, because like the secondary was way off, and like Brady is not a person that's just uh is going to force. He's too old. He's too smart. He just good. He go six. He go seven. He go eight. He go seven. He go eight. And he killed us. That that first drive that they score. I mean, it was a little uh, pass to Fournette, and you see. I mean, if you watch, Dion read the play, um, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't. He couldn't get to him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was you know thirteen passes on the opening drive by itself, no runs, thirteen passes. Yeah um no then, yeah uh, yeah so and then the second touchdown and um he, unfortunately was on Dion again he was in coverage mm-hmm. and uh you know we talked about it a few weeks ago um you know the Dion's uh biggest uh attribute is his speed you know and um I don't know I just haven't seen it I mean it's, it's starting to go man like it's I think it's about time and it's uh, and it's too early to start to go to be honest I don't know if it's uh conditioning or you injured or but it's, it's too early you're it's too early for it to go it's, well, it's not you're not seeing like you know like not to not to compare them but I mean they're both man they both went to LSU both similar styles, but uh, Devin White mm. on Tampa Bay. Oh, that dude, that dude flies around everywhere, and that's that's what Dion was. You yeah, know? but I just haven't seen that this year. You know, and I know yeah, stuff, I mean, with the contract he has, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to be something that we continue to see um, down the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, so um, you know, Matt started off shaky again. Man, this is like the fourth week in a row. Yes, uh, he's just not. I mean, he didn't – I mean, he had what uh, – we'll get to the stats in a second. Um, but he had – I'll tell you, he was 30 for 41, which is about what he normally does, um, 297 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, he had a quarterback rating of 93. So, I mean, that, those are all good. I mean, except for the no touchdowns mm-hmm. part. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he worked, working with less than stellar uh, – But 
Uh, I'll say this, man. Uh, I, I view him like this now, and y'all know I love Matt Ryan, but I got to say this. Um, I always told people it was some uh, some stuff about Brady that was, if you ever pay attention to Brady, he is the man because Brady know he ain't going to get hit. So you throw with confidence, you go through your progressions. When Tom Brady start getting hit, Tom Brady becomes an average quarterback. Tom Brady does not like to get hit. He get to rushing the balls. He he get to underthrowing, overthrowing. I've seen him do that about 20 times in his career. He becomes average. He don't like to take hits. Too old, too, mm-hmm. too uh, frail, too skinny, too, but he don't like the way that feel. Um, that's what Matt Ryan is is reminding me of now and i've done i know matt ryan is getting ragdolled dude man he is getting demon and i'm telling you this is why i don't blame him completely it, you can you, you can visibly see it in his head like i'm getting rid of this ball i'm not getting i know i'm getting ready i'm not i'm a under i'm throwing soon i don't care if he open yet i'm i'm the throw, he throwing the coverage now i think he just be like man i'm not getting hit again it's hurting me and you got to give him credit, man. The boy is an Iron Man. To be getting hit this much and sacked this much, and you not hurt, and you come back every game, and you get up every play. Matt Ryan, a soldier, but you can see it affecting his. Like, man, I'm not taking any more of these. I'm getting rid of the ball, bad pass or not. And I never seen Matt do that. Yeah, he was uh, he was hit eleven times and sacked five times during the game. <sighs> and uh, on the Flip side, we had zero sacks and zero hits uh, on the quarterback. So, um, I mean, no pressure. No, and it's it's so weird, man, because our our offensive running run blocking was outstanding for the most part. Outstanding, um, yeah. And, and then, but then the pass blocking just went to shit. I mean, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't hold a block to save their life for uh, for on, on pass rush. But um, yeah. So, I mean, moving on with the game. I mean. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of – I mean, nothing in the first half was all that way. Well, what killed me was the first and goal on the half-yard line, and we didn't score a damn touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think Arthur Smith said after the game, you know, we wanted to run the ball on that play that they dropped the snap. Mm-hmm. So, because okay. that, that, that was the question. It's like, we, did you guys consider running the ball? Because, I mean, we're on the half-yard line. And we had been running the ball yeah. successfully, so you'd think that would probably work. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he said, yeah, we plan to on that play that we dropped the ball, but then dropped the ball. But st- I would have ran again. I'll be honest with you. I would have ran again. You're still on ran- the yard line. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I finally got it to what the problem is in the red zone. I finally got in this game. I'm going to tell you something, man. When you in the, uh, when you in the red zone, <clears throat> uh, because your players are in the end zone, it is not like he can keep running. He got like a limited space where he can run out, then he got to come back and go left or right. He can't just keep, it's a smaller space. But the Falcons call, what what is supposed to be in the red zone are really quick plays. So he, he he's running a quick route. It's a, it's a defined space. Your quick route and you throw it to somebody. What the Falcons do every time is they call plays like they in like the regular field where he dropped back and he's looking at his like like why you no this is supposed to be quick rapid for screen throw it nobody drops back in the red zone and is standing there looking around man we on the nine yard line or the seven yard line and you dropping back in progression man choose somebody and throw a damn slant real fast. Throw them fast. That's why it's all these sacks, and then you getting by snot because y'all taking too long. It man, is we don't have the time. You don't have the whole field since it's a short field. You have seconds for the person to break, and you throw it. Yeah. So it got to be quicker plays, man. You can't be taking these long plays to try to score in the red zone, man. Yeah. That don't work. Yeah. And, and the I box mean- snaps, man. Pick a center. Pick a center and stick with a center because this center shit y'all doing is getting man. The, the the easiest part of the sport of football is hiking the ball. But you so scared that you about to have to block that you can't hike right. Get your ass out the game. That's what Vilma said, man. He said it in the game. He said he's trying to to get it back. He's, he knows he's going to have to block immediately. Yeah. Like, I mean, like he's going to have to stop this big-ass Vita Vea, whoever's in front of him, about to be coming through. So he's trying mm-hmm. to get it there quick. Um, but – 
Yeah, there's no dude. If you're on the half yard line and you got three, maybe four tries, and you can't get in, there's zero excuse for that, man. Like, and you gotta, you gotta come away with seven right there. None, so, none. Yeah. So I was feeling pretty shit after yep. that, and um, but then Marlon Davidson, man, picks off, uh, picks off Brady right before the half, and for it was just crazy. I mean, just to, you know, I mean, I was Brady didn't know what hit him. No, man, that was just I don't know what I don't know what that play Brady was. So was. I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you when uh, he's the GOAT, but he got lazy. And I think he thought his fat ass, he ain't going to. There's no way he's going to get over there. So he didn't even think. He just threw it right. I'm going to just throw it over. And that boy went and got that boy. And Tom Brady's face was priceless. Like, what just happened? Man, I thought, man, we may have a chance at this. Yeah, I did too. I, 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 I was like, I felt good going into half. It was, you know, 2017. I was like, yeah. man, okay, we got we got a chance now. Um, Marlon then, was hyped too. He was He hyped. was, man, because he was. I was happy yeah. for him. And I hope he, he continues. Happy. Yeah. Because like I said, I had high hopes Me for him. Too. Draft. Me too. Me too. I hope he gets back. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so in the second half, D actually showed up in that first drive in the second half, and I was like, okay. And then, uh, and then Matt uh, got sacked on a third down that – I mean, you look at the replay, man, it looked like uh, CP was open to the right, standing there waiting on the ball. And, and, then, and then there was like – and I went back and looked. I was like, maybe he had to get rid of it. Now, he had four seconds at least to throw that ball that time. But Mayfield literally got ragdolled. He got like – Vita Vea just took his ass and just threw him mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, to the right. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he blocked him for like a second, a half second maybe, possibly um and so anyway I, I just think like you said earlier matt knew he's going to get hit i don't mm-hmm. know I, you but so it's a combination of things you don't want him to take the sack in that uh, in that position clearly because you have a man standing over there that's wide open he probably hasn't seen mm-hmm. him yet because he's worried about his ass about to get taken out yep so he's uh, not same. even looking he, he and i'm gonna tell you something if y'all saw matt ryan during that game on the sideline matt ryan was pissed off yeah Matt Ryan was in his feelings. Matt Ryan was getting mad. And I think he was getting mad because he was saying, don't say shit. Like, I think uh, I think he was getting mad at the play calling and the blocking. I think he was getting highly frustrated. Yeah. And I mean, and, and Gage, well, I give it to Russell Gage. He had probably the best day. Every time. Uh, I told but, you. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, but the biggest and what sucked for him was he had a good day outside of that fumble. It was third down, yeah. big that game. was too much. Big game. And I mean, that not – I mean, we would have been – we were driving. I mean, that was that was a huge play right there. Um, that may then, have – yeah, that may have turned the game. I'm just exactly. being honest because we was driving. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and he I, was I, playing I mean, amazing. I was giving him props. I'd be giving him props. Uh, we have needed that boy to step up the last – and he's the only one because no other receiver we got yeah. stepped up. He the yeah. only one. So I give him props. But like John said, uh, man, to play that well and then just – not be holding on to the ball is something else. Yeah, I mean, we needed that one bad. And then, um, I mean, we had a, they, 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 uh, the Bucks had a, a third down conversion, which they were eight for thirteen on third down conversions. We were nine for seventeen, which is not terrible. It's better than we had been doing. Um, mm-hmm. But on this particular one, man, somehow uh, Ogan Deji ended up being in coverage on Mike Evans. Um, and I don't know how. I don't know what defensive play or how yeah. that ends up where your defensive end is responsible for a receiver um yeah anyway that was just that was just that was the one that just caught my eye i was like what the hell is that and then uh you know brady went to gronk uh, over uh, eric harris which eric harris that guarding off. gronk is not exactly the matchup that you want uh, had no chance at all um and uh and i think uh yeah vilma said he said just when i thought gronk couldn't beat any, beat anybody in, in man coverage anymore yeah and uh you still like, yeah, yeah. Meet and he barely beat him, but he he got him. (laughs) He got him. It's still Gronk. The old Gronk, but still Gronk. Yeah. And then Vita and Vea got uh got set, got he got mad again uh in the third. Uh and this one, man, like if he went right by Mayfield, by the time Mayfield put his hands on him, it was like he was pushing him into Matt. Like he was almost helping him. I was like, Yep, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I mean, and and then uh you know, we had a two sweep. It was, it was a two score game with eleven minutes to go. Um, you know, so it was still we we still had mm-hmm. a chance, but he Matt literally literally had no time to throw. I mean, at that point, um, 
And I mean, Brady was on the opposite. Brady was given all day. He could sit back there, do his hair, make a phone call, wave at a cheerleader, like you say. Man, I mean, yeah, he he goes day. through all progressions. I'm gonna tell you what uh made me mad just about the game that really stood out to me was us on third down. I felt like uh, I heard the commentary. I always pay attention to the stuff they say because uh, yeah, some of it is gold. It's just cut. It's <laughs> yeah. comedic gold. And uh, but no, I'm not. No, this isn't a joke, but it was real. He said, uh, um, third down, Matt, uh, Matt doesn't stand a chance. And I'm thinking that if you were paying attention, every third down, they came with pressure. They came, yeah. they knew he gonna have to throw. They came and Matt Ryan got pummeled damn near every third down. He got hit and taken. He was getting sacked. All them sacks. I would love to know how many of them sacks was on third down because it seemed like every time a third down came, he was. He was under duress and getting punished. And I think that they doubt, man, the, I think they know the Falcons can't block us. Mm-hmm. If we blitz, is we guaranteed to get the Matt Ryan. If, if, if we bring an extra person, we guaranteed to get the Matt Ryan. And they was guaranteed to get to him. Yep. I agree. And I mean, the- I don't know how we play the Bucks. This is the second time we played them. Where the score, where we was really in the game, we was in the game with the Super Bowl champ. Like, it's just frustrating, man. Yeah, no, it is. And you look at it as a few plays during the game. I mean, that 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 mm-hmm. that goal line where we don't score seven, Gage fumble. fumble. Yeah, I mean, uh, just mm-hmm. like, like you know, you upgrade just a few positions, and we probably had a little bit different results this year, um, man, especially on offense. Calvin Ridley. Yes, if Calvin yes. really is on the field and you got to respect that, we have a different season. And if the offensive line is even mildly better than they are now, we having a different season. That's right. Yeah. Vote and, for uh, AJ Terrell, uh, Pro Bowl, and Mike Davis, uh, Walter Peyton Man of the Year. Yeah, I, uh, I've been tweeting out and putting on Instagram too, uh, voting for several guys actually, um, CP. Chris Lindstrom, because um, man, Lindstrom again, man. man uh, yes, he uh, he still uh, he was our highest graded uh, offensive. I, no, he was our highest graded player actually. Um, really? Yeah. Well, outside of I'm sorry, uh, he was our highest graded offensive player. He was okay. uh, 86, 86.6. point um, six. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he's he's been doing it, man. He's just been keep doing. Yes. It. Um, and on defense, our highest graded player. This is I'm sorry, this is from Pro Football Focus. Was uh, Marlon Davidson at a 90.1, which a lot to do with yeah, that okay. that interception yeah. touchdown. Um, but from then, man, it drops off big time. It's, uh, I mean, you look at Debo, man, at 41. Uh, but AJ uh, not on there. Yeah, yeah, AJ at 63.8. Okay. So, um, and uh, he's but a note on AJ is he has the highest graded uh, coverage grade in the in the league this year at least AJ 24. Yeah, that's the, the highest man. in the league. Yeah, in pretty impressive. League, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so, and you talked about the centers earlier, switching them off and on. So I think Hennessy may be winning this if they're if if the grades tell you anything. Um, mm-hmm. He was Pro Football Focus's second highest rated center at seventy nine point one, and Dalman was the worst at forty seven point nine. Okay, so it's yeah, a small that, sample yeah. size, but I mean, mm-hmm. it does seem like Hennessy's you know, getting it, maybe. Yeah. And it could be, and I saw, you know, and I saw online and this could be true. Maybe it's cause he's being pushed. Maybe it's cause Dalman. No. Yeah. Because maybe, you you know, yeah. Cause your job on the line. Yep. Some guys need that. Some guys need to yep. have that, that, you know, that push and that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe it was that switch in and out. He was like, shit, I got to get my guy. I got to get. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, and looking at the rest of the grades, like I said, it was nothing. I mean, uh, Hennessy had a 79.1, who we just talked about. Um, McGarry actually had a decent game, uh, mm-hmm. 75.2. Um, okay. He's still not consistent enough for me, but he's good. I mean, he has, he has shown signs. I just wish he'd be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of the defense, I mean, Eric Harris, um, 69.7, Foyer and Mikhail Walker, 67s. I mean, just, you know. But the defense, I mean, we are, we've, we've talked about it ad nauseum. They are what they are. They made some stops. We held the Bucks at 27 points. They're normally scoring 31. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if we, we – ran, We ran well. We ran on them. Um, I mean, which they no – uh, Matt threw for 300 on them. Yep. Uh, and, dude, Cordell, I mean, he ran for – he had 13 carries for 78 yards, man. He's averaging six mm-hmm. yards a carry. 
I don't know. I think that you said uh, that was either our last podcast or the one before that. Uh, you take Cordell and AJ off the field. Uh, we may be a one-win season. I mean, you yeah. know, one-win game. Yeah, we're talking season about who we drafted one or two. Absolutely. Yeah, one or two. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Cordell's so important to the offense, man. And he's so important. far the most talented running back. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, not even close. He, Mike he is- Davis, I'm going to be honest. I, I love him as a person, and I enjoy his toughness. Yeah. I, I don't. As like a running back, I, I really don't like. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Mike Turner that I never liked. Uh, you like you go Turner? full speed. No, oh. dude, it was like a bowler. Young Mike. Uh, oh, early on, yeah, young man. Mike young Mike was cool. Old Mike was like your fat aunt, man, with a oh. handoff. Yeah. Like it, it was the yeah. worst thing I ever. Yeah, and like he didn't know when to call it, and and they didn't. They had him too long, way too long. But when he was younger, he was a beast. But um. Mike, I think he run tough, but like the two, three yards, man, Cordell get he yeah. could take it to the, you know. He gets down, he gets downhill in a hurry. And he can either run Fast. you over or he can, yeah. he can outrun you. Either one yeah. he is his pick. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, you know, he's go get Le'Veon Bell. We have the time, we got the we will have the cap space and he will not cost that much next season. Go get Le'Veon Bell and yeah. uh DK Metcalf. Right. If he's right. If he is right, because who knows what he on mentally. Yeah. So uh, on the other side of the ball, Leonard Fournette, had th- he only had 13 carries for 44 yards. He only had 3.4 yeah. yards of carry. I mean, we, we balled them up pretty well. Didn't need mm-hmm. to because Brady was out there throwing, like I said, 51 times. He had a quarterback rating of 112. He had 368 yards. He had four touchdowns. And, of course, the one interception to Davison. So we are still winless against uh, the GOAT, man. We're 0-10. Tom Brady, yeah. 0-10. Um, he beat us 10 times. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And if he plays at least 50, then we'll probably got another eight beatings. <laughs> I believe eight of those was uh, uh, Matt. I think two of them was Vic. I, I could be off, though. Yeah, did it? Possible, yeah. dude. I mean, you go back, it's just crazy. You think about how long he's been in the league. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it really Drew Bledsoe. I mean, like, you got to think of Drew Bledsoe. And when dude, they, they, showed a, uh, they showed a a clip of what Madden looked like, the game Madden, when he was a rookie. And I mean, it's it's the was same, it was probably yeah, it was probably like it's, yeah, yeah. Just the old school graphics, yep. like you know, it's like what Emmett Smith on the cover or something like that. It's yeah. crazy, man. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall the stats. I mean, the stats kind of didn't. I mean, they had twenty five first downs. We had twenty one. Uh, I mean, the the biggest difference was, I mean, on, I mean, clearly is. They just are more talented at pretty much every position except for a couple. Yeah, that's kind of what it boils down to. I mean, you know, and then we said, I'm gonna tell you this, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, in in games or in uh, man, fights or in anything where where like you know one person or team is more talented than the opponent, I, I really. We expect that person to win, but we really show respect and we honor the team for rumbling or for like giving them a go at it or for mm-hmm. really testing them. All right. I'm going to be honest, man. I give the Falcons props for that because they rump, they could have won that game. Yeah. But at the same time, I got to hold it against them that you could have won the damn game. And you uh, once again... Y'all not blocking, you fumbling, like you just doing it's bloopers and follies, man. Yeah. And like, so you could have so on a hand, I give them praise because man, y'all played Super Bowl champions and y'all punched them in the mouth a few times. Like we could have mm-hmm. won that. But then on the same hand, what's the point in just saying and I got a few good licks? Right. It ain't no pro, it ain't no trophy for a few good licks, man. Yeah, and what was weird to me too, um, another thing that kind of bothered me was I didn't know why they went away from what made them successful in the first half so quickly. To me, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you're running the ball successfully and you were, I mean, I mean, why it's not broke, right? So keep doing it until they prove they can, they they can stop handle it. it. Yeah, I mean, like, so I don't know how to maybe you know, I'm not a coach, but I mean, it just seemed like that was working for you, so you know, I mean. Why not keep going? I mean, and because, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. you're going to have to score. So, I mean, you're going to have to keep going. Um, you know, and like I said, we talked about Russell having a good day. I mean, he had 11 receptions, 130 yards. I mean, uh, was, he will uh, have a job uh, past the Falcons. I was I was uh, I was watching him play over the last two weeks. 
he'll have a job after the fight. I think he's he's secured himself a job. Um, I wouldn't, even though he's stepping up, I wouldn't I want him, you know, back on our team. Well, he may, but I think he's because of being a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he may have to be, but uh, um, I if he doesn't, I'm pretty sure he'll have a job. Man, he stepped up, and I appreciate yeah. him for that. Yeah, Chris Goblin went off for them. He had 15 catches, 143 yards. Man, unstoppable, and, uh, man. Yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of times he was. I mean, you know, if it's not AJ, I mean, it's Fabian Moreau, or it's mm -hmm. you know, it's insert player here, you know. And um, thought Richie Grant looked pretty decent. Um, he got he yeah. got up. He had another uh, ankle injury. I think he's yeah. Supposed to be okay though. From a, we'll, he we'll, is, he's a favorite of the podcast, man. We like Richie Grant. We do. We do. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> we I think like we, Richie Grant. He's we see his potential. Favorite. We see his potential. We see. We always. We never say anything bad about Richie Grant. Hey, don't let us down, buddy. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we would hate to Vic Beasley you. That's right. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> say that name on this podcast. Damn you. We got to ring the alarm. Every time we say Vic Beasley, we will ring the alarm for John. Ugh. Man, he hates Vic Beasley. Hey, I'm going to tell you what was funny. I was just in the uh, chiropractor, and he was like, uh, who's the dude? I forget. The dude that we just paid all the money that don't do shit that I, saw, I don't like. Oh, Dante Fowler. Okay, Fowler. So uh, he said, man, what about Fowler, man? He get on my nerves. I said, man you know, do suck. And we paid him all that money. He was like, man, he was like, man, a Vic Beasley all over again, right? I said, if John could hear, if John could hear what you just said, oh, this would be World War Three. That's just what he said. Vic Beasley all over again, right? That's man, that dude was, Fowler, man, is, uh, ah, shoot, that's disappointing. Yeah, no, yeah. I and mean, I watched him again. I mean, like, he's fast, but I mean. It's like he should be good. Have you ever seen yeah. a girl who you thinking, like, you should be pretty, but I, I don't know why you're not. Like, everything, I don't know. He strike me like that. Like, you should, you have all, you have the height, the strength, the speed, you have everything. I just don't see the results from that, right. those things. Yeah. Where are your sacks and your interceptions and your pressures and your hurries and your time? You don't do nothing. Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, I'm Luacon, all that money. Yeah, I mean, he had he led our team with tackles. He had 15. And uh, do you know he he man leads the sport in tackles? Before they said that a uh, Luacon lead the the NFL in tackles, it blew my mind. I said, but I he I has a lot him. of opportunities. A lot of opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yes. Uh, and then on the other side, Devin White uh, led their team with tackles seven total, and he had one QB hit Terrorist. and uh, seven solo. And hey, yeah, he's always pretty solid he's a terrorist yeah so the domestic terrorist yeah i mean um so you know uh, as far as predictions go i predicted uh 27 to 17 and uh i think i don't even uh, i was 20 what i was 40 17 was, 14 or yeah, something yeah, stupid yeah. like that yeah yeah and um liam was 28 to 20 so i guess technically i was the closest yeah uh, but uh yeah, I'm not happy about it, but you know, <laughs> yeah, um, not... yeah. But, <laughs> yay me! <laughs> not a good damn, feeling. Yeah, got the damn score. Right? We lost. Um, it's not, not a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's just whatever. I mean, uh, we we uh, we competed, like you said. We won the rumble with them. So we listen, did. hold on for a minute. I I gotta I have to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So listen, I gotta ask you something. Right now, uh, how many games we have left in the season? Right now, hmm. well, is it, uh, look, it's like five, right? Five games, I believe. Uh, have we played ten? I'm, I'm gonna look oh, it up. Are you, we talk, doing you, talk, you talk about something else while, while I look this up. All right, okay, guys. You guys, man, I would like to know where, because the Falcons have been all over the place this year, right? Some games they look terrific. Some days they fall like hell. Some games they won. What would be you all's, what do you take away from that? If you had to assess the team, if somebody asked you, what do you say? Because you can't say they all over the place. So what would you say? You, you say, y'all got a good team. My team got heart. You say, my team got potential. You say, my team suck. You say, man, next year. You say, I hate this shit. It's so frustrating. What are you saying right now? You asking me? Yeah. Uh. I would say if somebody asked me about my team, I would say that they are 
young, inexperienced, sort of talented, mm-hmm. um, in desperate need of a lot of players, but we're on mm-hmm. the we're, we're on the up, I think, because with the new yeah. coaching staff and the new, you know, so I can't say yeah, we're a good team. I, Johnny I with the positivity, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, we're on the up. We're on the up. So yeah, we've got we've got five games left: Panthers, 49ers, Lions, Bills, and Saints. Are we out of the playoffs yet? No. I think we can still make. Yeah. No, the not the Niners actually the Niners lost kept us in it. So we're I think we have like a three percent chance technically by the numbers I think ESPN put out. So um, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> we got we got the Panthers coming up, which we'll get. We'll have a pre preview show for which will be fun mm-hmm. uh, in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, yeah, with the 49ers, yeah. So we should beat the Lions, hopefully, cross our fingers. Um, we should – I mean, we obviously have already shown we could beat the Saints. It would be great to do it again. Um, the, we lost to the Panthers already, but, I mean, it will be, it will be a different quarterback. It will be either uh, P.J. Walker or oh, yeah. or Cameron Newton. be one of those two guys. So Yeah, yep. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see, man. It's, uh, it's going to be uh, – I mean, yeah, they could still technically make it, but they're going to have to just – really get after it mm-hmm. for the next five games but maybe they can they can improve i mean like i said the offensive lineman if we could just get some, some consistency and improve a little bit on some of the pass blocking mm-hmm. and if matt can get back to being matt then you know what's the biggest shock um in this season for you personally like the biggest shock for you personally i'll say with our organization positive or negative yeah i'm gonna go positive i'm gonna say aj Terrell because I, didn't, I mean, I didn't have a lot of, like we talked about before, I didn't have too many expectations really going into the season. So nothing mm-hmm. was going to just, I didn't think anything was going to blow me away. I figured like we'd muddle through the season, mm-hmm. what we got and, you know, and that, but I mean, the fact that the, what AJ's done this year, I mean, and how he progressed from last year is nothing mm-hmm. sort of amazing, man. I mean, like really. I, mean, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the most shocking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the we kind of knew what we had on the on our defense as far as the the line. We, I mean, we hoped that we'd get. I swear, man, the pass rush is just non-existent. But I mean, I, I no, it's it's really. I mean, it's, I, I've actually changed my tune. Like, I I really wanted to go offensive line. I thought with the first pick, of uh, I think I really want to go pass rusher now because yeah. it's, it's 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 more glaring every week. It really uh, because you can't win like that. No. Like, I mean, well, you can't win if you can't block, but there's no way. Like, man, when the quarterback is like, oh, I'm playing the Falcons and he feel joy, like, I'm probably, yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah. Like, man, they ain't going to get it. Because them dudes just be sitting back there like, okay, not him. He going, no, nah, he not open. Nah, he not open. Let me, no, he, like, come on, man. Exactly. Some urgency the way he feel like, I got to get rid of this ball now mm-hmm. for I, for, for I take one in the teeth. Like, yeah. it's none of that. I know. On, except Grady. Yeah, so Grady. Never bad mouth and Grady. Yep, yep. So, anyway, man, we're going to close it down with the uh, review show. We will be back on uh, probably what? Say Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, probably. Uh, when is the? Hmm? No, we got a preview. Well, I mean, we got yeah. a preview show. Yeah, so I mean, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Is, are we playing Thursday? No, no, no. We we playing we, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But we're doing the preview, preview show. One, Yes. Yeah, we, I got you. We did a preview show on Thursday. Yep. Johnny is confused, ladies and gentlemen. In his old age, he does. In my old ass age, thirty nine <laughs> years. <laughs> no, we will do the preview show on Thursday. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we we'll have that um, for the for the Panthers, and uh, we will uh, have a few other fun things to talk about by then as well. Yes. So Un, let me do this before we leave. Underrated, overrated, underrated chiropractic adjustments. You know? you I'm going to tell you, you guys something that you might not know. When people have to go in for a surgery because on their neck and their back, on their hips or anything on this stuff, I'm not going to say all the time, a good amount of that time, if they would have got an adjustment far before the thing was out of hand, it could have been fixed, you know, mm-hmm. when they, when, when you see that, that's mean that you haven't, it's way out of, and then you got to get surgery or you got to go in and get put to sleep. A once a month chiropractic adjustment. If you lift weights or play sports would keep your ass out the doctor. Trust me on this one. 
I don't disagree, man. And then, then you and get, John put me on to that. Yeah. And then uh, there, there's some there's some iffy chiropractors out there and there's some yeah. fantastic ones. So yes, find you a really good one and uh and you'll find you yes. And I ain't talking about the joint chiropractor where they just it gotta be a man with his own office. Yeah. It should yeah. be a, like a real doctor. Yep. Chiropractic adjustments. There Matt Ryan needs one. And we'll start doing yes, he does every week. Yes, um, yes. And long, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll start doing underrated overrated. That sounds like yeah, that sounds yeah. Fun. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, we appreciate you listening for this review of the Bucks and other things that we talked about. Um, Mike's love life, the SEC championship. Sim, game. Hey, send me romantic um, tips. That's right. <laughs> Mike out. Um, I'm trying not to lose my girl. That's right. Um, so look, we look forward to, uh, the show on Thursday. We appreciate you guys as always tell a friend, tell a family member to listen to out of your Falcon mind. And we will greatly appreciate you, Mike. I love you guys. Stay out of your Falcon mind. You gotta be out of your Falcon mind to still be a Falcons fan at this time. Truth. We, yes. we like you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it better than <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. that's it. Show over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we appreciate was, you guys. I love you guys, man. Thank you for all the support, all the questions, all the comments, all the jokes, all the suggestions, man. We love y'all. Keep them coming. So much fun to do the show with you guys. I love you. Thank yeah, you. That's right. And out of your Falcon Mind, episode 14. We are out, guys. Peace.